0: you're just a liquidy video community plus um (laughs) but i'm getting there i'm getting there you know it's so funny i love it so but you know what i mean like (laughs) you like that i'm gonna give you a second
1: i'm gonna give you a
0: second (laughs) you hit a funny bro. <laughs> oh, oh fuck, okay. okay, go ahead,
1: continue, continue. <laughs> <This is> again. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I guess
2: not. <laughs> fuck, I'm sorry.
3: Mama, I got bad news, bad news. I've been rolling with some bad dudes, bad dudes. I've been trying to get a bag too, a bag too.
1: Hello listeners, welcome to the Ashes to Awesome podcast, Rising in Recover, a podcast providing light, hope, and understanding about addiction and mental health to those living within that life and the people who love them. This episode is brought to you by Revolution Recovery, helping men recover and become their best selves through support and treatment. They've been there and they understand. Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Kaleidoscope Wednesday with Ryan Bathgate, the captain. Welcome back, Ryan. How you doing today?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, Chuck. I, you know, I uh, could go either way, really. Um, one thing I've learned about myself is I don't like to make any commitments, especially to mood, because uh, that will change <laughs> at any second. Um, <laughs> it, as it stands right now, I'm kind of like, yeah, you could say the wrong thing and uh, it'd be fireworks.
1: Well, don't make it a challenge. Don't make it a challenge. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, We are also joined by a special guest and my co-host for for some of this month, for sure. Uh, He's my nephew, Jordan. How are you doing today, Jordan? I'm doing great. Good stuff. Good stuff. So the reason we have a co-host for for this month is it is Pride Month, and Jordan is a part of the LGBTQ plus community. So, uh, I thought it maybe it was good to have him in and offer some perspective. And in today's instance, possibly even, uh, ask Ryan some questions. So see what, uh, see what he's come up with and we'll go from there. So, um, I, I guess the first thing to talk about, Jordan is, uh, yesterday you came on with, with Scott and I for, well, I guess that'll be tomorrow you came on you know, by the time all this airs with, with Scott and yeah. I for, for, for just the tips Thursday. And, uh, it, you know, you, you, answered some questions for us so today you're going to ask some questions if that sounds yeah yeah all right so what you got for ryan and let's see how that goes uh
4: i guess kind of just first of all um chris and i were kind of discussing uh just like the, dis- the statistics about like substance use in the LGBTQIA p- community. Um, And a lot of it kind of surprised us. Um, We noticed really a lack of opiate research um, and specifically fentanyl research. Big time. Um, Big time. And I'm just eh? kind of wondering, yeah, I'm just wondering why, A, there would be such a lack of research on on opiate addiction, especially within the LGBT community and especially fentanyl. Um, Why, I guess, I guess with the lack of research, we wouldn't really know, but I guess why it's kind of just curveballed the particular
0: community. Um,
1: if I can just offer a bit more to that, Ryan, yeah, in the statistics, um, uh, fentanyl opiates didn't even appear. Heroin did, but for a fraction of a percent of drug use amongst amongst, which I don't think is that far outside of if, if you replace heroin with opiates, no, no, even that's not anymore. Like that's, it It, it seemed to me that the research had to be completely flawed.
4: Exactly. Right. Yeah, I, I couldn't even
1: quote it in it. yesterday's episode because it, it, without corroborating it. I mean, it came from a good source, but yeah. So, I don't know. You got they anything? Go like multiple sources, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> what, what, what do you make of that?
0: Um, okay, so I get you know, like full transparency. I don't know the numbers. Uh, I only know my experience. And my experience, um, especially in um, dealing, uh, well, being a floor counselor, being a therapist. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how geographic my experience is, uh, but, um, I, I, I don't think that that is accurate, which would make me think that it is a systemic issue. Uh, and then my mind goes to stigma driven. Um, and so like, I, you know, I, I always say question everything, you know, like don't, don't drink the Kool-Aid. I've got to find a better saying than that, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, and so like, you know, I look at like, well, you know, 14% of, um, Canadians smoke marijuana. I'm like, that's BS. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. who the hell's counting this? Like are we going to like churches or church basements here? Cause I think it's yeah. upstairs. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll tell you what, like, you know, I've had, I've had, um, a lot of of clients uh, from the community, and um, I would I wouldn't say any different as far as opiate use. Like I I've, I have I would say that um, if I was going to put a percentage over my career, I would say um, people from. I mean, um, can we? Can you tell me, and I'm sorry for the ignorance, but can you tell me the exact term properly? Because I'm just going to butcher it, and I, maybe I need to write it down.
1: <laughs> How many times have we had this conversation I, in the last like, few days, eh? Eh? I, I said, No, it's funny. that. But it makes me feel. I, I made like, a word, and Jordan said I was allowed to use it, so
0: I'm just okay, saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> you are allowed to use it, okay. if, if you so Okay, design. so no, I, I would like the proper vernacular. Okay. Jordan okay. so first. If, uh,
4: well... We, at LGBT, first of all, I think everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, And then within the past couple of years, um, it's only, we've only added Q, I, A, and then just plus, like uh, the numeral.
1: Okay. When did the I, A get introduced?
4: Um. Uh, probably a couple of years ago. Um, I definitely think it is a very important aspect of the community, um, as it involves um like intersex and asexual people. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. uh people who are born with um, you know, two Y chromosomes, two X chromosomes, things like that. Um and then asexual people who just no desire in having sex whatsoever. No sexual feelings towards anybody. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um okay so LGBTQIA plus. Okay so uh I I, I got all like uh, you know I'm very well versed up to Q. And that's where I get lost and that's why I feel you know and so we've had uh, you know, group discussions um on this topic and you know like it is interesting to to watch how much um stigma i guess is carried on through the programming of individuals especially in the heterosexual community without them even knowing that that thing, or or questioning whether they believe that or not you know what i mean if that if that makes any sense and so we would do these groups and and, and like well why the Q? and then why and you know you know what and, and for me it's like you know my my goal every day is the same it's like peace and so, what I want for me, I want for you. So, why would it like? And maybe I'm being obtuse, but why would it matter what you want to call yourself or what you prefer, or you know what I mean? Like, I'm I, I, two eyes, two heart, or a heart, two lungs. Um, and so, anyways, we so we we basically um, learned about you know why is it that we need to have this this you know created enemy and i look at like almost like an american philosophy in that there's always got to be an enemy you know what i mean
1: to our american listeners which are more than half (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: i love america um (laughs) yeah i just know but i'm just talking about the history of america they you know They fought the British, and then they fought themselves, and they fought the Spanish, and then they fought the world, and then they fought uh, economics, and then they fought the world again, and then they went into a Cold War, and they fought Russia, and then they fought terror, and they fought cold drugs, they fought fought drugs in there, you know what I mean? Like so, anyways, that I'm just there's always right, and I you know I can relate to that because of my story about the Buffalo Bills, which is a few episodes ago, but so like you know like in my experience, like the opiate addiction is not foreign to the community. Um, and no, absolutely Exactly. Not, and yeah. so, like, I, I would say that um, there might be a little smidge higher of stimulant um, addiction, uh, which I've just kind of noticed. Um, but I wouldn't say anything that is, like, glaring. So, to me, it's like human beings have become addicted to opiates regardless of their sexual preference.
1: Yeah. You know? Yes. And yeah. so,
0: um, so, I would question the stat. I would question... You know where that's coming from, and what the driver is of that set, and so like you know, and we look at what do people collect data for, and I work in an industry that uh, data is king. It's not, so it's the opposite. Like we in nonprofits the opposite. We uh, we rely on money to make a product, whereas tra- traditional capitalism, we make a product to rely on money. You know what I mean? And so everything is about data. So like, I whenever I see stats, I think. Who are they trying to get money from for what
1: uh, i see yeah okay but
0: true
1: so yeah. i'm gonna share the stats that that we shared in, in yesterday's episode ryan okay um, oh
0: hey you didn't tell me your work i'm sorry your word.
1: oh my my word oh like plus yeah like video plus yeah Lick-bidia plus Lick-bidia. Yeah. got
0: it yeah. okay cool okay so I'm, yeah. I'm i'm i might i
1: might use yeah. that who knows? <laughs> yeah, you go for All it. Right. It's it's new vernacular.
2: <laughs> well, Jordan, thank you for your
0: uh, uh,
1: oh, blessing.
2: For, well, blessing. yeah,
0: I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know who else to ask for permission, but this, this'll do. I think, <laughs> hey,
1: he's my yeah, nephew. I, mean, I yeah. love him more than anybody. So to me, his his permission is the only one that matters, right? So.
0: And if you love him, then I love him. So that's where we're going with that. There you go. There you go. Wow. Thanks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Actually, love by default.
1: Like, right? I might love have by default's better than baby. hated by default, right? How, how old are you? Twenty. Yeah. I might have seen you as a baby.
0: Yeah, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Possibly
1: his so sister.
0: Many have seen me as a child. I definitely saw saw your sister. More likely, my sister. I definitely yeah. saw. I remember yeah. seeing your sister, but I made have been too. Last time, I don't know. We went to a rodeo. Nah, never mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Hey, so hey these, who, who got go stepped ahead. on by the ho- by the by the horse?
1: Um. On the me. leg. That was oh no! You? On the leg. That was Mike. That was Mike riding
0: yeah. the riding the calf or something
1: steer yeah steer, steer yeah, yeah, right yeah right. yeah yeah that was that's a hilarious story right but I mean, now that you've said it, i might as well take a minute so poor my poor mother my poor fucking mother she's in the stance watching her two sons rodeo for the first time it's the list is alphabetical so of course i go up first and i come out on the, my steer the chute opens my steer does a 360 doesn't even leave the fucking chute just does a circle right there and i hit my knee on the gate boom i'm off Maybe a, a, maybe half a second, second at the outside, right? Not eight still,
0: seconds, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, no, shit, no. So, and mom, I, I should say, you're not wearing your new Levi's to rodeo. I says, what well, they're going to get dirty. Who cares, right? You know, it's my new Levi's, right? Well, shit. Now I'm being hauled off on a stretcher and my knee's all fucking buggered up. So out come the scissors with the paramedics. I, I wore them first time. I didn't even wear them for half a day. And now the, now the paramedics are cutting my brand new jeans up, right? And, and, I mean, and you're going back what? Ooh, geez, Mid-90s.
3: thirty-five years, yeah. something like Mid-90s. that, right? Mid-90s. Thirty? No, not no, thirty-five.
1: No, yeah, it's... yeah, thirty-five years. Thirty-five it, years, was a, the years. Strathmore
0: anyway. Rodeo, though, wasn't it? Right. Yeah.
1: So, a new pair of jeans back then. Yeah, it was Strathmore Rodeo. Yeah. So, boom, I'm off. My knees all buggered. Still to this day, I've got nerve damage in my knee. It's like it's just it's a mess, right? Jeez. So, my brother comes out. Now, I don't know if you know how the rigging works on a steer. If you're, if you're if you're riding you know whatever it's the same as a bareback when you're riding yeah yeah the rope wraps around the steer and you hold the rope together the idea being when you let go of the rope it loosens up so that's what's holding you onto that that animal right so he didn't let go <laughs> he loosened but he didn't let go so now he's underneath this goddamn steer it's bucking and carrying on and he's still holding on to the fucking rope well, right so yeah so he got trampled Fast forward a couple of weeks when we were in hockey school out there in High River with uh, Al McKinness was there that time. Uh, Mike Vernon was there. These are like our childhood memories, right? You I know? Remember uh, the ring? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And uh, Mike had to go. He uh, uh, they, the sports trainer thought he had a sprained ankle. He went to the hospital, and they're like, "Yeah, that's not a sprain. It's gangrene setting in." That's what that is, right? Oh no! Yeah, it was in a horseshoe. Right? Was, I remember it was in a it, horseshoe. Yeah, it was a shape of a of a of a of a steer yeah. calf, like a steer <laughs> hoof print, right? Cut his like Jeez. cut him right open on all the shit and stuff that's in that arena, right? Got down there, and of course yeah. got infected, <laughs> and gangrene setting in. So yeah, he was. They ended up taking him up to uh, up to either Calgary or Strathmore to the hospital. I think it was two weeks. He was laid up in the hospital. Like it was like it was like a very serious you know you don't spend two weeks in the hospital for shit right uh, it was like yeah he could have lost his foot gone another day and yeah he'd have been peg leg and you know a whole different guy
0: right? yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah it's, I just, yeah. I remember I remember the green horseshoe on his leg
1: of pus. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 It's pretty gross. Pretty gross. So
0: yeah. So anyway. I like, to go, like to go back to your question, I don't, I, I don't know the stats. I, I only know my personal experience. And I'm going to share
1: with you the stats about drug and alcohol use, Ryan. Okay. Um, and we can speak to that for a minute. Right. So, cause it, I just feel rather than double back on it. If we say this now, whatever you're about to go into, this will, this will all be enveloped in that. Right. So, okay. so all right. So, this is for the year 2022, which are very recent for any kind of stats. To get fentanyl stats for for that recent, that's not going to happen. You're, 2020 at a national level is the best you're going to do. So, 2022, 50.1% of the licibia plus adults had an alcohol or drug disorder within the past year, compared to 7. Point, yeah, 15 15.1 compared to 7.8. So double.
0: Right? Okay. Um 20 so to fun. 30 Go ahead. No, no, I'll wait.
1: Okay. 20 to 30% of the community, um, individuals abuse substances throughout their lifetime compared to 9% of the general population. So two to three times and that one. Um, and then I think the next, yeah, now we go into that crazy 2020 stuff. Well, I'll, I'll read them out. And this doesn't compare to heterosexuals, but I, I think Ryan, you'd probably have a pretty good idea of what the overall stat would be. Um, 59.7% 59.7% struggled with illicit drugs, so three out of five. 638 mm-hmm. struggled with alcohol use, so two out of three. And 235 struggled with both, so one out of four. So and then it listed the top five substances, but go ahead.
0: Uh, what are the top five substances?
1: Uh, see, this is where I doubt the validity of this, right? Yeah. Cannabis, we don't even call that illicit anymore, and certainly before 2020. Psychotherapy, psychotherapeutic drugs hallucinogens inhalants and cocaine
0: yeah no right yeah no, see no, those no. stats are not yeah. conducive with my experience at all no exactly I, That's okay
1: I'm which so set surprised. the f- the first set or the, the second set
0: of uh, none of it uh uh well the, uh, i mean the I, use
1: I, I think it's fair to think that the use is just higher amongst
0: people i agree that with area. that yes 100 yeah. percent and The reasons for that we can i mean in my lifetime it's obvious
1: yeah yeah but to the listener who might it might not be so obvious for right hey guys i wanted to talk to you about something that's pretty important to me it's a company called dentkits.com they're an online denture company and what they've done is they've made getting your smile back a very affordable thing their at-home mold kits are super easy to use once they have your completed mold set back they do whatever it is they do there and send you back some serious high quality so whether you're missing one tooth, or a whole mouthful fixing the smile for yourself or that of a loved one who, say, suffered an addiction and is trying to get that smile back, densekits.com has an affordable solution. My set should be shipping out in about a week, and when I get them, I'm going to be super excited to make some video episodes of Ash's to Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Now back to the show.
0: Well... You gotta, like, you gotta, so I, you know, I was born in '78. Um, so in the early '80s, racism was common. Uh, you did not have, I, like, you know, I, I think of movies. Uh, Jungle Fever came out, and I remember a time when interracial couples were, like, absolutely shunned. Uh, and I remember, like, you know, my, my, um uh, I can hear yeah, that, but I remember, like, my friend, like, being afraid to go meet his girlfriend's father, and completely being founded in his fear when it happened. Like, un- unbelievable R- racism. Yeah, and so, and this is the nineties. Like, what? Um, and so, you know, what else do we have? Um, uh, G- Melanie Griffith, The Working Girl, um, Tootsie, Mister Mom. Those are three movies that were movies in the 80s about women in the workplace. And two of those were comedies about women working nine to five with Dolly Parton. Like, you know, like, and that's just women's rights, you know. And so if we look at um, the Lickbidia community, plus, uh, like the, the amount of, so, first of all, the distance that they have traveled in this time is phenomenal, as far as um, rights and as far as um, pride. Like, and I mean that in its in its essence, uh, and and the courage that it's taken a lot of people, like Harvey Milk and guys like that, like um, is to me, you know, like i I've, I've witnessed it in my lifetime, uh, which speaks to how archaic our systemic programming is based on heterosexual models, uh, which, you know, like, it's just, maybe maybe where I'm at, maybe who I am, I don't know, but like, why don't we celebrate, period, celebrate individuality, celebrate difference, like, wh- why is that so difficult as a society? And so, if you think about this, um, so, you know, someone my age, say, now they're, they're, their, fa- their father would be baby boomer, would be coming out of the really agricultural culture, uh, as in, like, work hard, don't whine, pull your bootstrap bullshit.
4: A silent child
0: Yeah, and exactly. And the al- alcoholism through the roof, you know, like. Yeah. Um, and so... Um, like, and you know, I've, I, you know, I have friends that have experienced the fear of coming out, and we're, we have that fear today. It's here right now. And so I think about, think about how traumatic that is. Uh, you're not, your society is not okay with you being who you are. And like, I can't, I can't completely understand, but I do want to be an ally. I can tell you that. I do, and and, and I want to make the effort to understand, and I think that's the best I can do as a human being is to allow space, like so many people, allowed space for my trauma and my stuff, because it's not any different. The, the traumatic effects of society are, are are really on parallel with the with people that are are, are, are uh, experiencing secretive abuse. In yeah. in my opinion, and so um, well, certainly
1: their effects are. I mean, there's no argument. Yeah, like that. I but mean, yeah. you know, yeah. so
0: I watched. Uh, I was just watching. You know, I'm. I'm TV guy, at nighttime. That's how I unwind. Ted Lasso. I was watching a really good episode about uh, one of their teammate, teammate team members was afraid the team was going to find out that he's gay, and then the team captain attacks this guy in the uh, in the stands for using the F word, the other F word, you know. And uh, and I was just like so moved to tears. And so he does this thing where he goes, you know, the whole team goes, yeah, we don't care, you know, like. You know, we love you. We don't care. And Ted Lasso was like, absolutely bullshit. We do care. And he tells this story about his friend who was a Packers fan, and he had to watch the Packers fan all alone, and he ate a 7 later dipped to himself and made himself sick. And he was like, I should have. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And his message is that I should have been there because I, 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 I did care. I do care. I may not understand, but it doesn't mean I don't care. You Know and it does matter, whatever you're going through does matter. And I, don't, I don't think this is particular to uh, you know, just the liquid video community, plus, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm getting there, I'm getting there, you know. I, it's
4: so funny, I love it.
0: So, but you know what I mean, like. Just <laughs> You like that. I'm gonna give you a second. I'm gonna give you a second. had a funny
1: bone. Oh fuck. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Okay, continue. Yep. Again.
0: Yeah, this, I <laughs> yeah
1: I guess not. Oh, fuck.
0: I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, yeah. Why we don't, would we don't you laugh be sorry on for, these for laughing and okay. enjoying okay. yourself? I don't understand yep. that. Yep. You no, know, no, no. We don't. And that's why we need. I think we need more guests. I, I didn't say it, yep. Alex. I don't want digital proof of that. Uh, So, like, no, no, I mean, I'm talking about the human condition again, and I always do. Mm -hmm. We are built and designed for connection. And when we have the social tapestry that is choking our spirit, I can't imagine uh, a more devastating and lonely life to live. And so I can, you know, the parallels being – um, Martin Luther King and what he did in the Civil Rights Movement, Nelson Mandela, and and Mahatma Gandhi, like you know, uh, you know, we to me, Harvey Milk is in that, and, and I know I've said his name twice now because, well, i because he's the only one you know is well, that, like, and, no, yeah. and, and and you know, like <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, like um, yeah.
1: I, I don't know who he that is, so i yeah,
0: yeah, I don't have <laughs> <two>. no <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So, I've been, like
1: hi, for thirty years, man. Like there's so much I don't know, right? Well, like you know, just,
0: here's right? what I'm the, yeah. just to me. The, maybe maybe my ignorance comes from a place of uh yeah, of really it's about it's about experiencing the human condition and. That's what is important to me. And so the things that I wrap around the human condition are the things that are subject to uh, my either my likes or my attachments. But it's still the same thing. It's about peace and it's about freedom. And every human being on this planet deserves a, a taste of that, in my opinion. And, and, and you know, like so, like, in, you know, post structuralist, like, you know, you live in your reality and, and and that's great. And who the fuck am I to say? how you should live or how you should be or what you should like, or what you shouldn't like to me, that that is just all um, this like projection of other people's fear. That is, and it ain't my fricking problem. You know what I mean? Like if I'm living in this state of peace and you're bringing me your fear, I'm sorry, you're going to need to check that door. You're not welcome in here with that shit.
1: So Jordan, I have a question for you. Um, School, you know, when you first came out, you're, you're quite young. Yes. I, I don't even know how old you were. You were young. I remember it was a surprise for Opa and I, that's for sure. Um, well, yeah, you know what? It no, was it wasn't a, a surprise either. Do you remember the fucking No, eunuch. it
2: wasn't.
1: Do you remember the eunuch, the My Little Pony at McDonald's out in Saskatchewan there? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the day I knew, I guess, if I look back. But, it yeah. shouldn't have been a surprise. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> um, yeah, big shocker, but yes. and, and how old were you? How old were you when you came I think – um,
4: yeah. I think – Probably like 11, 12.
1: That's, I, that's what I was thinking. It was around 12, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, we'll keep family life out of it. Cause this isn't the platform for that school. How, how was that for you?
4: Oh, um, I mean, surprisingly, actually, um, a lot of the, the more dingier schools, uh, especially like Ian Baz and stuff like that. Um, they were <laughs> a lot of the times a hell of a lot more accepting, um, and then, uh, I remember going to Sherwood, Sherwood school, uh, up in Ogden. And, um, I actually, it was so bad there. Um, I had actually gotten assaulted in the locker room, um, to the point where I had like bruises and stuff like that. Um, I completely erased it from my memory. Um, I had told psychiatrists about it, like in private after it happened, but, like, I hadn't even told my mother, right? Like it was uh, only a couple of years ago that she figured out about this. Um, so I feel like kids are just such a more kind of divisive creature. Like it really, some of them really do have a lot of hate uh, kind of built up in them. And, um, you know, a lot of them are, are, are fine, incredible people who, you know, Yeah. so it really, it depends, especially in schools during in the city, um, with regular working adults and stuff like that. Like I, I mentioned, um, Yesterday, um, it's usually fine. I, there's never any outward violence. Um, but yeah, for some reason, schools just kind of create that
2: kids, culture. Cause of, kids suck, like, right? You no.
4: know, where they feel like they can yeah. do whatever they want, you know, um, there's no consequences for it. So,
0: so I don't, I do I, you know, I, I, uh, I gotta get in on this. Children are sponges of their environment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, uh, so, I was, I, I, Zach, Zach De La Roca, you know who that is? Uh, no. You Both of you guys suck. You know that? <laughs> okay. I know. Rage Against the Machine.
1: Okay. Is that an know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. He said in a song when I was a teenager, and I swear to God, he was talking to me. He said, and he whispers, and it's, he says, anger, anger is a gift. And I was like, oh my God. Like thank you fucking once. Pardon me. I'm trying not to, but you know what I mean. Like I was always I was I was an angry child, but you know. Um, and for the first time in my life, somebody told me that was okay. Like in a song, you know what I mean. And so like, to experience freedom is a something uh, that transcends space and time. And however that happens for each individual, and I've had so many different moments throughout my life. And like, so when you talk about, uh, you know, coming coming out, um, you experience freedom, and then it's followed up by a fear, judgment, separation, disconnection. Small little freedoms. Is that that
1: true to your experience, Jordan? Yeah. If if you went back and and looked at it with that lens, yeah.
4: Yeah, I experienced zero fear coming out initially. Just granted, that was the environment mm-hmm. that I was raised in, right? Like, it was... We all kind of knew. We were just waiting for the answer to come out. Um But once I had, like, accepted it myself, yeah, no, the fear definitely started to come in. And,
0: you know, it started to be scary. You yeah. know, like, I always talk about, you know, see the world as a beautiful place. let so put that lens of beauty on. And, like, sometimes that ain't easy. Because... You know the amount of and, and I'm going to say like transgenerational hate that that exists in the social tapestry is f- phenomenal, and the ignorance that that, that that drives it and is behind it. I mean, it's 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 uh it's really something else. And so, like, um, I think I think you know I think of Brene Brown. Um, she she has these little slogans and so i change you know i always change them it's like you're supposed to right you're the supposed tos the shoulds the shoulds being the shame drivers you know like you're supposed to you're supposed to care about 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 money not meaning for example you know what i mean she says that and like so like you're supposed to care about sexuality not meaning like that to me is 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 a an act of war on ourselves and i'm supposed to care uh I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to care about how you see me, not how I see me. And that's not hers. I'm just saying that uh, ad lib here. Uh, and, you know, and, like, that is such a backwards approach. And, like, I just, like, we are so ready for a new level of consciousness um, in, in society. And this is this is one of the big reasons oh, for I went into phenomenology yeah. was because of the lack of consciousness that exists in the social tapestry today. I mean, we are making headway, sure. But are we, like, you know, like, and I, I go back to like the Thirteenth Amendment was passed in 1864, yet slavery still exists systemically within the American fiber. You know what I mean yeah. through through criminal code, and so we talk about how drugs impact that, and then how, how and drugs being a solution to something else. Well, here's another thing that is something else the 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 rate of uh, likvidia plus um, P, uh, uh, groups communities communities is that the word i want to use is any of them works is probably a lot higher which i don't doubt because of the amount of social stress put on individuals does that make sense like i I don't know um being like i appear you know aboriginal but i appear as white as can be um (laughs) and like the only thing i've ever experienced is you know and i'm heterosexual and so uh I was poor, white, white trash racism, I guess, you know, like that classism is about the only thing that I've ever really experienced. So my only avenue to understanding any, because I am privileged, I am of that majority, uh, is, 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 is allied ship. That's the only goal that I can really, uh, Attest to, or 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 actually grab a hold of is just I will be with you in this. I don't need to understand, and that and and I think that if we, you know as, as a society, if we can start to adapt that kind of you know that
4: exactly, and you know like
0: right. Paul yeah. McCartney said, "Live and let live." live. Like, like you know, like why can't we be in that space? Why can't we celebrate?
4: I feel like that's like um, honestly the perfect starting point for a lot of people, um, especially in this discussion of privilege and stuff like that. Is like. Um, yeah, you've absolutely been put down in your life and it's it's not about um, other people or other communities being treated better than you. We just need people to understand that the the pain that you've experienced, that other people have experienced and sometimes on a much greater level mm-hmm. than you have. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not anything personal. It's it's just some people just need that support and and to know that, you know, people feel bad about things that have happened in the past or or you know, in the present.
0: And why, why-
1: and now for a quick PSA brought to you by the Nate D. Foundation, where their goal is to raise funds to allow individuals to attend trauma therapy and treatment. Learn more at nate-d.ca.
2: Hi listeners, this
4: is Lena. I'm part of the Ashes to Awesome team and co-hosted on episodes 76 and 67. Do you carry Narcan, also known as naloxone? If not, perhaps you should. The kits are not only compact and easy to use, they are free at all harm reduction centers and a lot of pharmacies. By carrying one of these kits, you could save the life of somebody who loves and that is loved. I get that most of you never plan on being around opioid use, but there's no telling when it could be around you. I can't think of a good reason not to have it, and if you're not sure where to find it for free, send us an email at ashes to awesomepodcast at gmail.com. With Narcan in the subject line, we'll do the legwork for you and find it for free in your area. Thanks for listening, and now back to the show.
0: Why, it, why can't why can't we focus on being a supporter instead of like having to be have my reality become yours? Like that shit drives me nuts, man. Like, mm-hmm. the, and, yeah. and, and like you know, uh, oh, I just have. Th-
4: we all create our own realities.
0: Thank you, post-structuralism. <laughs> That's, that's, that's where I live. Like, this is if I want to call this a goddamn grapefruit that I'm looking into right now, then I'm going to do that. But it's easier to do whatever it. you want. Yeah, but I'll what? call it a computer because I don't want to explain that every time I talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? exactly. like, But I'm choosing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and yeah. um, you know, like uh, it, there's there's I think there's a saying in uh, a book about intersectionality. Um, which is kind of in line with this, but it, it said that the, the, the last people to really understand white privilege are the white privileged, because they, it's everyone else that experiences the other side of it. You know what I mean? To say I'm not white privileged is the most ignorant statement I could make. You know, even though like, you know, I didn't exactly come up in the Ritz Carlton, but you know, I grew up in a little white, little predominantly white town in Vancouver Island um where i saw a ton of racism especially with uh, our aboriginal um people and uh we in so like in I graduated in 96 in my high school i don't know of anybody coming out i don't know of anyone in my entire high school uh that was I, that identified anything other than heterosexual and so that is a real snapshot. Of the time that I grew up in. And so think about how many people are my age running around with that same mentality of the 80s and 90s that are oppressing and not thinking they're even doing that. No kidding, eh?
1: No kidding. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? That's a good point. Not a single person that I went to school with that I know was. I, obviously, not everybody just turned gay in the last 10 years. No. Right? So yeah, yeah, no, no yeah, Yeah. Right? Yeah. But yeah,
4: it's you know. terrifying for people back then. Oh, yeah, right. The, the stigma. Yeah. They might lose family, friends. Like it's. And like they just, do. Yeah. They a lot can't. of the times it's yeah. better to keep it hidden. Yeah. And,
0: and but, yeah. you know, like in what a lonely world. I mean, the opposite the opposite of addiction is. Well, here, my, 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 my uh, mentor used to always say, wherever there is unattended suffering and isolation. No, wherever there's isolation, there's unattended suffering. And so, and that has to do with being a human being, it Does regardless of the pigment of your skin, your religious or, or cultural beliefs, your sexual beliefs, any of that, wherever that happens and you have a brain and a heart and two lungs and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, wherever that exists, that's why we need to like shift this social consciousness to be about support. Seek to understand rather than be understood.
1: Huh. See, that's
0: I like that. I really like that. Yeah, I stole it from yeah. somewhere. That ain't mine. I wish it was.
1: Uh, well, hey, you know what? Mike yesterday, who I, I interviewed, said uh you say it three times, it's yours.
0: So, <laughs> I've definitely Mike, said it three you know times, what? I'll tell you that. Yes.
1: Seek to understand instead of understood. See, okay, exactly. now you know what? Yeah. All of a sudden it just turned into a truckle flange meme, just like that. Boom, there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lisa, Lisa, make that a meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
0: Lisa's dropping the ball in the memes. I haven't seen one in a while. I know, I
1: haven't seen one in a while. Well, she, you know, she took that holiday out your way, right? So, yeah. can't be running around making memes if you're enjoying the mountains and the ocean and all that. So, you know,
4: right. no, there's always time to make memes.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's, that's I firmly believe. There's always time to make memes. Yeah.
4: You know what she did, you know? especially nowadays. There's a tower every 50 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um
0: Okay, I want to say something about Lisa quick. Yeah, uh, you saw you saw my mood today, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. So out of nowhere, I haven't spoke to her in a few days. She sends me just a beautiful message. Um, and I'm looking at it right now. Can I read it?
1: Of course, you can. Of course you can.
0: Should I should I call her first?
1: You can. So long as it's not R rated, most well, certainly. No, no. And if it is, keep that shit to yourself. She you're just both married.
0: She just. <laughs> 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 she just says, "I don't know her." Hi, friend. I hope you're aware today of how much goodness you put into the world and how appreciated you are. With a sun emoji. And it was just wow. like, yeah, like, wow. wow. And so wow. I said, That's "So nice." I said to her, "Caros means perfect timing. You have achieved Caros."
1: Ah, there you go. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Jordan, uh, so you know, and, and for any listeners that might not listen to any other days of the week, we do have some other uh, episodes as well. We're checking out, but uh, Lisa comes on every weekend for the weekend ramble with us. She, her, who she is as a person, is an amazing soul, amazing human being. She uh, was an oil en- uh, engineer in the oil field. Her brother uh, was suffering an addiction for twenty some odd years. And she quit her job as an engineer to go to medical school and become a psychiatrist and understand her brother's. Oh, struggle. yeah.
4: yeah. You're her,
1: right? So, that. yeah. So her and Ryan, um, their way of thinking is, is similar. They, they disagree on some fundamental stuff, <laughs> but there's a mutual respect there that, that's, that's great. And, yeah. and it, for, for the guy who started the show, it's really fucking great. I'm not going to lie, right? These guys are, they are rock stars, you know, and not just for the show, for all of us. They really are, right? So, you know um the issue that that we're having in our home where we live now for instance jordan um i talked to lisa about that yesterday everything she's she's doing everything she can to to, to help that right so that's just who she is right so yeah pretty
0: amazing people. we 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 make a, at some point we make well we realize that um there's so much fucking noise in the world uh that it's time to make something important and so um I personally made a commitment to help people. I, what I wanted, what I wanted to do, is I wanted to take my experience in life and learn how to use it to help other people. That's how I ended up here, and and and, and it was all in this name of like I stopped chasing uh, money, prestige, power, uh, and optics, and I just wanted to focus on being a good human being. And as soon as I made that commitment, all the other things came along that I was that I thought I wanted. Like you know, like I have all those things now, but I don't. It's not why. It's not what I was going after. It became a byproduct of this cosmic shift. Uh, you know, and so the world as we understand it is an interesting statement because um, it can be so many different things uh, dependent on what what's happening between my ears at any given time. And So um, I'm going to – I have this – I found this um, – in the back of a drawer in my desk, is, I got here a pink uh, USB stick. And I think this is chopped full of Alan Watts. So next week, if I'm listening to this, we are going to have a cosmic episode, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets me right fired up. Alan Watts, so who's anybody? Alan Watts? Who's Alan, Alan Watts. Alan Watts. Alan Watts.
1: For the layperson, who is Alan Watts,
0: he uh, called himself a spiritual entertainer. He had a bit of a a funny side to him. Um, He went and studied Hinduism and Buddhism uh, and brought those philosophies back to uh, England. But uh, you know, Anglo the Anglo world. I think he died in the late 70s or 80s, I think, of alcoholism, ironically. Um, But he's a philosopher that is just like mind-blowing. He's the one that's like... uh, The Earth is basically... If you took a thing of paint and splashed it against the wall, that spot that's way up in the corner is our star. And in in, in a tiny spot we can't see, that's us. And so that's how relative my problems are to everything. we're, We're really just... This floating mass of of uh, of rock that is infested. Yeah, by human just beings. just fucking
2: chill. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and we put it respectively. In space.
0: it's like you know what? Like, I have one life to live, man, and I can do whatever I want with it. And you can You don't get an opinion unless I say so. And like you know, so like when I think about it in that context, it's like life is either meaningless or it's everything. It's your choice. And so, like you know, I choose to make meaning. I got this little thing yesterday from my one of my longtime clients who got this from Egypt. Um. Uh, uh, so it apparently, uh, from a chunk of clay from the from the, from the, from the Egyptian yeah, yeah. Uh, pyramids, yeah. Uh, yeah, from the sidewalk that was yeah, you know, busted yeah. out after yeah. the tourists had yeah. yeah. killed it. Yeah, it, it might have yeah. fell out of yeah. a back of a truck in Singapore, but uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyways, but but the point is, is like this little thing here. I'm attaching yeah. meaning to it because my my somebody I really care about gave it to me. So this is and he believed more. what. You know, that it was yeah.
1: this huge, right? So, yeah. And,
0: and that's irrelevant to me. What matters is he thought of me while he was in Egypt or or he didn't and just gave, had it in his pocket and gave it to me. And totally me. Either way, I'm going to choose the latter because it's my world and i do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Hey, yeah. so yeah. did we have another question? Did you only have one? Uh, I know.
1: Yeah. I, I, Jordan, <laughs> you got something else? Uh, no, that was pretty much it. That's it, it that eh? Fair much, enough. I'm straining enough. my brain. You know <laughs> I'm, I'm going to – I can edit this out if I need to. Um, I, I did – there was something I was going to lead you into, Jordan, and and, and if, if you're not cool with it, just say so, and we'll we'll end it. I'm open uh, for
0: everything. I don't want to just it. Well,
1: sometimes, right? So the other day in the home we live in, Ryan, um, and I think I've given you some background on this, Yeah, right? the home, in the home we live in, Um, there's a, there's an extended family member plus the immediate family of the, of the lady that owns the place, and she – you know, they're, they're in addiction pretty hard. You know, they're a couple. And he, he showed up, left some shit on the counter that was not okay, um, was was coming back, you know, and, and I put a stop to that as a result of what was found, you know, in the bathroom or whatever. And then the next day he showed up, and Jordan and I had quite the exchange, about, like via text message, right? He's uh, he's on the third floor. I'm down in the basement here, right? So that's a long way to go for an old fucker like me, so to go talk to him. <laughs> We did it via text, and you know we just had an exchange about. Um, and, and of course, I should say Jordan Ryan is the person who introduced the love model to As- awesome Ashes awesome, mm-hmm. right? So um, he, he's actually a really good person to talk to about, you know, or, or with about this anyway. So
0: can I can I can I say something quick to that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I, that's the word I u- just use because it makes sense to me. I don't know if that's actually what it's called.
1: It's what we're calling it now, so it's good enough. It's fucking hashtag love model, so love model,
0: know, love right, model. Yeah. Boom, mine. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, it's it's, it's it's something that you had said early on when we started working together on this project, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's and it's now developed and I, like Lisa, who is like the prime, like the perfect example. She embodied the love model, didn't have a name for it. But now she has got something that she applies back yeah. to, you know, what they did. And, and it's, it's really turning into something that I feel is, is profound. So it's a great thing. I agree. But, and you, you saw, Jordan, how passionate I was about that when I was talking with you about it. Right. And, and, and I, and I am right. And remember the day before when I got back here and he was still here, I told him I would murder him. Right. <laughs> like I was like, I did not fuck around. Dehumanized. Right? My nephew. This is my family. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just found fentanyl. There's like, that's not okay. Right. Oh, yeah. So the, the next day now, and now I'm trying to be accepting of him. And I'm like, Hey, here's the thing. And, but Jordan experienced quite a, a lot of anxiety around that. Is it, that's fair to say, Jordan. I, I don't want to speak no, yeah, for you. For sure. Right. Yeah. So, um, in an instance like that. So out of Jordan's control, whether or not he's around that individual, right? Um, and he's got a lot of reason to be anxious. I, I mean, like both both intrinsically and you know from outside uh, like and realistically so how does a person how does a person navigate that when you can't remove yourself from the situation and you know what i mean right so it's it's different than an argument or some other source of anxiety
0: yeah yeah it's a fear-based anxiety and it's a tough one to find curiosity with because um, because of the danger that that, that it's almost like you know i speak to uh you know like a cognitive fear and then this like almost central nervous system fear, and, and it's kind of enters into that space. Kind of like um, people get addicted to cocaethylene, um, they go into that space when they drink alcohol. Do you know what cocaethylene is? No. It's, a, it's an enzyme that's created when you add alcohol, it goes through your liver and cocaine goes through it at the same time. It like makes it 10 times more powerful. And people,
1: explains people uh, That explains 25 of the last three. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, wow. so, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah right. so what happens <laughs> is – Now so I know <laughs> what it is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you've experienced cocoa ethylene as a solution, your body, when it, it consumes alcohol, it starts to think that it's actually like dying. You're getting drowsy and sleepy and it thinks it needs the cocoa ethylene. That's why we have the like four beers in and I'm calling the dealer. That's what that's about. You're actually addicted to cocoa ethylene, not the cocaine because your body is sending you into fight or flight response. And so it's, it, it is this like cognitive fear that sets into a somatic fear. And then we have anxiety. And so it's, a, it's really difficult to navigate that because, you know, the locus of control being commitment, effort, environment, perception. So environment you can't do anything about. Commitment and effort aren't really an issue uh, or something that that you can apply. So the only thing you can rely on is how you're seeing this. And so I would go – like I would do – first of all, I would do cognitive grounding. Um, I would I would go to my white door or something like that and get get to a place that I can be explorative because if I'm in defensiveness, I'm not accessing access, anything vulnerable or I'm not accessing anything that will allow me to be connected. So first That's thing true. I need to do is I need to get out of left side brain and get into right side. How do I do that? I do my white door trick. I do my uh, breathing so – inter- white door trick.
1: Um, can you can you, condense that into a question? okay
0: quick thing yeah. um uh i create a place in my mind i use out of my history uh that i have attached in my mind a sense of peace in a sense of what good well-being or wholeheartedness or you know um and so like i have the dock on calanaca lake that i have or a spot in Mount washington another spot in public river um so I, I have a few and i spend a lot of time in them to the point that i can I'm there, like I can smell and feel, and you know what I mean. And so, so now when, when I do it, I do it in a matter of seconds, and I'm there, and a boom, I'm back into a place where I can access the parts of my brain that I need vulnerability. Now, the next thing I want to do is I want to seek to understand because I'm not in fear anymore. I don't need defensiveness. First of all, I am safe, right? In this space that I'm in, right there at the, in that moment, sit. So you are in safety. You're in your room is no fentanyl in the room, correct? No, nope. right. There is there's no immediate danger within the confines of that drywall, correct? Right. Okay. You have now. Your next epi- your next thing you did was exactly what you did, I think, is that is reach out. So now I'm going to supports. So now I need to verbalize what I'm experiencing so it doesn't have any like feral power. Right? So we, I contact my most trusted, my most loved, my most supported, my most understanding, whatever. Now, you know, and then I, now I want to look at it from like an omniscient point of view where uh, uh, $20 word. Uh, do you guys know what omniscient means?
1: No. Yes. Okay.
0: Omniscient. Yeah, god like godlike perspective.
1: Um, oh, yeah. Omnip-
0: like omnipotent? Omnipotent, yeah. that's um, what I'm it's looking It's an omnipotent being. Yeah, well. Omniscient is actually a writing term. it's a style of writing when you write from a godlike perspective or first person oh. you know. So I look at the situation what do we have here? We have we have me here I'm safe now. I'm calm. I'm in a place that I'm accessible. I'm, I've I've taken the, the anxiety and I've deflated it a little bit by accessing my support um, and then I want to look at like okay, what do we have here? We got a lot of we have hurt here. We have human beings that are hurt. We have human beings that are in struggle and they're not learning from it. They're not – it's not a struggle that is that is proactive. In most struggle, I believe we have the choice to make it proactive or not. Everything is a fucking lesson. The only mistake I can make is giving up. I firmly believe that. So – I, yeah, I, and it's exactly the process that uh, Chuck did without putting, uh, articulating it, but he ended up getting to a place of humanizing the other individual. In the beginning, he dehumanized him because of left side brain fight or flight response protect my family. Okay, somebody brought fentanyl in my house, around my daughter. Yeah. I, they would, they would have, a, they would have a hard time eating a cob of corn after that. I'll tell you, that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. so I totally understand that. But I know, I know that if I, 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 could get to that place where I could be an agent of peace, and that's all the ultimate goals. I want peace in my life, and I want to share it. And that, that's what I try to live every goddamn day. So, how do I become an agent of peace to this individual? First things first. I have to know where I end and you begin. Boundaries are essential. Right. So uh, something Chuck's really good at. Actually, he's he's able to maintain the human connection while enhancing that strength of that connection through boundaries. Again, boundaries are not walls and we need to to understand that they're different and they're cyclical. They're not straight lines. They're, They're part of our soul. They're not part of our mind. Okay, and then like so, I I know I know we talked about this in a previous episode, but a boundary is 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 expression of my spirit is not a creation of my cognitive mind. Cognitive minds are straight lines, right angles. Anything organic is is which our human spirit I believe is part of the organic world, which is squiggles and goo, as Ellen Watts says. Or uh, yeah, you're the great episode. You love it. Uh, anyway, so um, so and then so now I'm an an agent of peace. Now, what do I want to do with this? Uh, do I, do I go on with my quest of peace and let that, let live, you know, live and let live? Do I let be? Do I take action? You have so many choices. Understanding choice is freedom. But you have to get to a place to know what your options are to make those choices. So if you choose to go on and let them do their thing and stay out of it, great. Live in the freedom associated to that, but do not become victim. Do not become a, 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 a prisoner of that drama. You know what I mean. And so
1: does, it, does that make sense to you, Jordan? No. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. If that's your choice, yeah. or maybe you take Chuck's route and be like, "Hey, like I understand where you're at, man, and it's tough. I ain't putting up with this shit, but I can tell you, there's another way. Mm. You know, and 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 that's kind of so so that that to me that's the agent of peace. And so so I you know I personally I. I in any given situation, I've gone either way. Like, um, sometimes I don't have capacity to be the agent of peace. Sometimes I need to be an agent of peace for my own existence first. And if that is strong enough, then, I, then I'll then i carry on and maybe try to help somebody. But, you know, like maybe, you know, I'm a loner, man. Sometimes I want to be by, at a riverside. And I just want to be looking at a sunset and I just want to be, like, chilling. I don't want to talk to people. And I and don't and and owe anybody shit, you know, like. So, maybe that's what I need for myself. So, you know, like I just like decide what you want for you and who you want to be most importantly. And who I want to be is I want to be honest, I want to be integral, I want to put my family first, I want to be compassionate, I want to be understanding, Uh, I want to be humorous. I mean, all the values, those are basically I just listed off my values, and that's who I am. That is my identity in this world. And so, when I'm living in alignment with those, I'm in rhythm, the rhythm, the organic rhythm of life. When I'm in the organic rhythm of life, everything becomes easy. Whenever I fall out of rhythm, that's when it's like that fucking skip of the record, you know, like, and if I practice that every day, I know as soon as that happens, I know to go to my values. I know exactly what, I'm, which value it was that I haven't been in alignment with. I become accountable to that. That accountable is responsibility. The responsibility breeds freedom and I'm back in alignment and off I go. And it really is that simple.
1: Um, so for that white door exercise i did go back and take a look while you were going on there right uh yeah. episode 47 if you can believe that if you can believe that was my that, first thanks. one that was our
0: first that was my first kaleidoscope
1: was it the first one yeah yep. i wasn't sure if it was the first or second but yeah um episode 47 was was when we did that white door exercise um and if you check that out jordan it really it's quite the technique right for me life-changing absolutely yeah. life-changing right um, doing it once was just like wow just wow. Um, yeah, you know, like, and you know, like I I it brought I, me back to a place when we were kids out up by Nana and Papa's. The, they had a big greenhouse out there. You probably wouldn't remember that, uh, the geranium greenhouse, but that's where I worked when I was a kid. It's the last place I ever was as a kid. It was within two months of that, I'd left home
0: and chop it over.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. So, and then, you know, honestly, like it's a, it's a technique. If you it, like, I, I recommend everybody like pff, practice it once or twice a week at the end of their bed before they go to bed or something. Because it, it for me it can't it comes in handy when I get social anxiety and I need to like I just like take a deep breath in and boom I'm on that lake. and then bam two seconds later I'm back and I'm who I want to be I'm in concert with the world. And you know it happens just like that. And the other thing is like practicing with the rhythm of life is extremely important. Whenever I'm in rhythm and I'm in alignment, um, life is is a beautiful place. And when I'm out of alignment, man, shit goes bad, and it goes bad fast. And I just don't, uh, you know, I get, a, I'm sensitive, so I get really overwhelmed easily. And so I have to have these tricks. Um, yeah, so I recommend anybody go check out the White Door. I know I did. Um, oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't talk about that. I know Jason talks about his. Uh, I did with him many years ago, um, yeah. And that's and like so that was so profound for him. He still talks a little today. And that, I don't know, that was like seven, seven years ago or something, you know. And like, uh, and you know, the question, like, so. Uh, oh, one more, one more tidbit, Jordan, and throw you yeah, and especially navigating the world, man. Um, and every relationship requires to be heard. You, you know, Chuck. Come on, you got this. Uh give me fork. What are they? Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> How are you not practicing lo- this?
1: To love to be lovable,
0: you got it. You got you the order wrong. Seen? Uh, yeah, I yeah. Know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Heard but it, seen, but Love and listen. Lovable. Yeah. There's yeah. impact in the order. To be heard, right? To be seen. To be loved, and the important fourth. I say the fourth last because it's the hardest one. To feel lovable, right? And so. It, and if i'm in a, if i'm in any kind of relationship with another human being if i can ha- get those four things i've transcended time and space by making human connection through an evolutionary state that is enlightenment so whatever you just did made that go away no it's back <laughs> no, it's back uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah so um yeah i don't know if that pfft. yeah there was a question there wasn't there uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my life Jordan this is yeah, what I do so we, corral, we corral them in yeah.
0: kaleidoscope now you're getting it right
1: yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah
0: all yeah. the different broken plates of glass put together in one optic yeah that's, that's my yeah. mind yeah <laughs> I get it I get it I get it
1: see so, uh, one of our listeners and tomorrow's no Friday's episode Kyra just messaged me um the picture of a coffee cup she saw and, uh, actually I'll have to tell you what it said. Cause it was kind of funny. Uh, anybody, if she's a listener, right. She's nobody I've ever met in person, but yeah. she knows me well enough from listening to, to send me this coffee cup. And it says, um, my brain has too many tabs open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That is my, somebody it's who has been paying attention. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's funny. It's funny how that, um, like so like for example like the 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 way I think is always an embarrassment for me for a long time so I understand this like hiding myself from the world and um mm-hmm. You know, uh, having getting into this work gave me an audience to to my insecurity that turned into a strength. So it was a it was this massive paradigm shift for me. And then when I went to grad school to be celebrated for be, being super weird in the way I think was such an enlighting enlightening, enlightening uh, process for me that like uh, so today now it's like people come to me because because of the kaleidoscope because I just. I am a weird person. I guess you're fucking weird. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> so weird. I I get Yeah,
0: yeah so and right. like it but celebrated. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like yeah, us well, yep. celebrate difference so, right. and so like that you know that, I mean you know there's such an awful uh, parody at uh, what uh, people have to go through but you know i, I guess what i'm saying is I, I do know what it's like to have to hide myself from the world um out of out of fear I, and, and and you know i um, not to disclose too much which i don't really like to do here but um growing up in a household that was not safe and then the world was even not safer um is a, was an experience that uh you know, finding finding my true sense of peace in a southern comfort bottle at ten years old like that's not the way I would recommend to find peace. Uh, but but not really knowing anything different. Like I remember going to uh, what was that kid's name? I think his name was Nathan, and his parents had a bowl of fruit on the dinner table, and it was just like mind blowing to me. He lived he lived by Scott in that area, but kind of behind you guys. Uh and uh and I and, and I remember just being like, Why is that fruit in a bowl on the table? <laughs> it looks so- cool
1: and nice <laughs> you know like you compared know, to chaos. well compared yeah, to the I'm, chaos in your home right yeah, I guess so I mean, ours like, would have yeah, been somewhere it, in between that and you but like yeah yeah you know it <laughs> was
0: passion fruit too which was like yeah. whoa that? that's
1: exotic right it's yeah fancy. it's right? a fancy bougie ass, right? bougie, <laughs> bougie fruit
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i remember him saying because i asked him like yeah. what is that and he's like what's well, passion fruit and i was like i know i wasn't even talking about the actual fruit like why do you have a bowl of food there Anyway, so uh, so, but then it occurred to me that oh shit, like my world, my world's different. Like yeah, I got stuff, yeah. I got stuff to hide, yeah, you know. Right. And so, yeah. going through life hiding anything about your authentic self is just such an injustice to your human spirit, to, to your able, to your ability to access flourishing as a human being. Do you
1: know my most vivid memory of your place, Ryan? Go. Cool. I think her name was Sue. I'll delete that out if I have to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Sue. Yeah. 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 yeah, she's passed on now. Right?
1: Okay, so I can say this then, um, or I shouldn't. One of the two. The big, long, black, double. ended remember this fucking thing, right? Yeah, chasing each other around the basement with it. That, yeah, that and a tank shell. Those are the two things I like. Yeah. It's like the most vivid memory of your place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it disturbs me old. quite often. Right? Quite often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Sue lived in the basement for a while. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember being like five years old, and I was like. Auntie Sue in front of all these people. I was like, why do you have a mustache? <laughs> so oh, like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, I was a kid. I didn't know. Right. Yeah, but yeah, everyone yeah. was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. That's a good question. Why come no one else is asking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny.
1: That's funny. Yeah. Hey, um, well, you know what? I think that that gets us there, man. That's uh, this, wow. this is where we need to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which brings me to my favorite part of the show, and that is the Daily Gratitudes. Hey, this is Scott from the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who love to
4: laugh at adulting. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ashes to Awesome. The Daily Gratitudes are brought to you by the No New Friends podcast. Please check us out, No nonewfriendspodcast.com. We're streaming on all major platforms. If you just need laughter in your week, just an escape from what's going on in your life. I highly recommend my podcast to get you through that week, bring some levity and, and make you laugh. So check us out. No new friends podcast on all streaming platforms. That's no new friends And now here are your daily gratitudes. And remember you are loved.
1: Let's Jordan every day on the show, because, mm-hmm. because of your Nana, we do daily gratitudes. So mm-hmm. why don't you give me yeah, three things man. you're grateful for today?
4: Three things.
0: I'm grateful. Why got going to be three?
4: It could be more than three. Because because
1: it's a fucking production. That's why, right?
4: (laughs) Right? I'm grateful for my incredible cat. (laughs) Um, I'm grateful for um, the the current housing situation that I'm in. Um, And I'm grateful for the fact that I have a job right now. Awesome. I'm grateful I have job security.
1: Awesome. 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 Um, and you know what, I, I'm going to throw in an extra one this time and it is, uh, to you, Jordan, I, I, said this last night on the show, but you were gone by the time we talked about it. You, man, you are, you've, you've had every reason in the world not to turn out the way you are and it's pretty great that you did. So yeah, really proud of you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> well, no, you, you're, the, you know, the odds, you know, there was a lot of things working against you and you've, you're, I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> in
1: here. wouldn't be an episode if it didn't fucking tear up <laughs> once right you know yeah. anyway and uh the final gratitude goes out to you the listeners you guys keep doing what you're doing please it is absolutely amazing uh keep sharing keep liking keep rating keep listening keep telling your friends every time you do these things you are getting me a little bit closer to living my best life my best life is to make a humble living spreading the message the message is this if you are inactivated if you are in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, call into detox, go to a meeting, do whatever the hell it is you need to do to get that journey started because it is so much better on the other side. And if you are the loved one of somebody suffering an addiction, you have just taken the time to listen to our show and we're all really grateful for that. If you could just take another minute out of your day, text that person, let them know they are loved. Use the words.
3: You are loved.
1: That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings it back.
3: I almost died trying to get here, got high through my best ears, got sober, then I relapsed, then I cleaned up, got my head clear. Sometimes it feels like there ain't to believe in, but I believe that we're out here for a reason. Yeah. You
2: don't think you're a fighter.
3: from the pressure I put on myself for years tired from my twenties to whiskey bottles and beers tired of smiling while I've been holding back tears but I believe I can do it, so I'm here
2: I'm a believer I believe I'm a believer
3: I believe been told I have a death wish, no one's interested Cold and too aggressive, close to hypertension I'm broken from the pressure, explosive with my temper I'm sober but I'm stressing and hoping it gets better Am I falling off? Should I give it up or put it all on pause? Let go of this dream so I can visit home and talk to mom? Maybe all I need is another Instagram post With a quote about believing in yourself when you're low
2: You don't think you're a fighter, but I know
3: I know I've lost before, but I'm a believer. Nothing is impossible. I'm a
2: believer. I believe. I'm a believer. I believe. You don't think you're a fighter, but I know. You're